Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. Last week, I took my time to establish why we praise God. Okay. And then I took my time to explain the importance of praise, why we should praise God. And I went on to speak about the wrong reasons why people may praise God. Some people think that we praise God to while away time when we come to church. We are waiting for the preacher to preach, so let's just keep singing some songs. And when we finish singing, he can come and preach. So you go to places and say, oh, the pastor has not arrived yet. Let's keep singing. Let's keep singing. Let's keep singing. That's wrong reason for praising. Okay. And then um, I also spoke about how we praise God sometimes religious reasons. So, okay, when you go to church, you have to sing praises. So, well, mm, let me sing praises. And it's religious. But that's the wrong reason for singing praises. And I also spoke about how people praise God for it's a good feeling. They like the music. It makes you feel good. But when you were in the world, you've always liked music. So when you come to church, boy, music time. I won't miss it for anything. Somebody will say, let's just keep singing. There's no preaching today. Preach, man, I like the music. So some people, they, they think praise is for fun. To have a good time, to have fun. No, we don't praise because we want to have a good time. That's why you don't praise because the song may be good necessarily. Or you, this is a song, I like the tune. I like the tempo. No, that's not why you pray. Because it's not for fun. What we do, when, what people do in parties, parties, in parties or nightclubs is completely different from what we do here. Even though it may look like we are all singing or we are all dancing to some tune, it's different. This is praise. Praise is different, right, from just having some music and fun. So I explained that uh, that's the wrong, one of the wrong, some of the wrong reasons why people think we praise. Now, I, before I go on to the, I've got about 12 12 wonders praise could do for you. But before I go on to this, permit me to say this. Let me talk about five reasons. Okay. All right, right. I didn't finish. Last week, I also spoke about genuine praise. God requires genuine praise. Let's say genuine praise. Say genuine praise. So the fact that you come to church, we are dancing, and you're also dancing, does not mean you're actually praising. All right. Jesus said, Matthew 15, 8, and 9. So he talks about how these people praise me with their lips but their hearts are far. And he said, in vain do they worship me. All right, so you can worship, you can go through the motions and actually not registering in heaven. Right? So genuine praise, there, I spoke about the ingredients of genuine praise. One of the ingredients of genuine praise, how many of you remember? What? God-centered, because we are here to praise God. So in the first place, it must be God, focusing on God. If, you, if God is out of the picture, it's not genuine praise. All right. And then what's the second one I said? Faith. What? Faith-based. Faith because the Bible said that the just shall live by faith. Everything we do in Christ has to be faith-based. Okay, so it ha- watch this. It has to be faith-based for to be heavenly accredited or heavenly recognized. Anything that is done void of faith is not recognized in heaven. In other words, it does not have rating, heavenly rating. Okay, so it has to be faith-based. And what's the third thing I said? Understanding. Understanding. You have to praise God with understanding. You know what you are doing. You are not just uh, dancing. So someone watches you a little bit and you stop. Someone looks at you funny and you stop. No, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. 
Like a typical example, like if someone is cooking a very, very great, or an artist starts painting something, you're actually not sure what the person is painting. You can mock him, but he knows what he's doing. And you stop. So when you have an understanding, it helps you to do what you're doing. And praise, Bible says something. It says, praise must be with, it says, praise the Lord with understanding. You know what you're doing. That's why we are taking time to teach. He said, sing praises with what? Understanding. And what's the fourth thing I said? Sorry? Genuine praise will always show. You can't say I'm praiseful and you can't express it. Praise will always, genuine praise will always invariably be expressed. Some people think we shout, we are too, we are too noisy because of what we are crazy about. So people react in a certain way based on what they are crazy about. Some people are crazy about ice cream. Some people are crazy about movies. Every movie that comes out, they know about it. They know about it. They know who acted the main one, the bloomer, the killer. They know everything about it. <laughs> they know everything about it. So, 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 see, praise, will, when you are excited about something, like we go to them, do you think the stadium was built for shouting? No. It was built for football. But you can't have football without shouting. So they, they take all the noise into consideration because that is, that, the nature of football is there is someone will be rejoicing. Go oh, and blowing holes and all that. It is part of footballing. In the same way, worshiping, noise is part of worship. Noise, shout. He says that make a some hundred, make a joyful noise to the Lord. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. Psalm 95, verse 1 says, Make a joyful noise, shout aloud with joy. That's what we call shout back. Let us sing to the let us shout joyfully. And then you are telling me I'm noisy. You don't want to see know what God is going to do to you. No, no, no. Please, if you want your peace, don't temper with someone praising God. Because God Himself is going to take you on. So it's not because we, we just noise. There are people who are by nature calm outside of church, very calm. You see them shouting and running around. But not when it comes to the presence of God. Yeah. When it comes to the presence of God, I like the way the lady's testimony. She said, I was wild in praising. Someone would think that there's something I'm I'm going I'm about to ha- get a, fa- a, a seizure. I like that kind of praise. Oh, lady, la- she's a lady, man. So she's a lady. But when it came to praise, she lost everything, praising God. And in instantly having had to move. So please, do not sit there or stay somewhere and conclude that these charismatics are noisy. If you are excited about what we are excited about, there is a greater probability that you you will be more noisy. So me, I'll make all my noise so that when you discover that what when you discover what I got, you won't out noise me. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm excited about Jesus. What else? Yes. Praise God. Amen. So praise will be expressive. But there are some hindrances of praise which I need to mention before I go to the wonders. Hindrances of praise. I want to just mention five quickly. Five. God was just downloading it into my spirit, and I said, oh, "Let me, let me, let God." Thank you, Jesus. One. <laughs> Improper theology will hinder your praise. <laughs> Improper theology. Permit me to sound a little bit theologic. Orthodox. Say orthodox. orthodox. Say 
Doxology. Doxology. What do they have in common? Orthodox and doxology, they actually have dox in common. Okay. Doxo, the, the Greek word for glory, doxo. So when you talk about doxology, meaning that expressing glory is the same way, it's the same meaning to give God praise. All right. So doxology has to do it. So when those of us who are a bit familiar with the Orthodox Church, did you, did you hear that word too? Orthodox Church. I'm going to explain it. Orthodox Church. This is part of the order of worship. There's doxology. Doxology has to do with praising God, giving God. So anytime you hear the word doxology, it actually means praising God. So when we come to this time, or we can just instead of saying praise and worship, you can say doxology. doxology. <laughs> and when you study the when you study the scriptures very carefully, all those who have a proper estimation of God's grace were always doxological. When you have a proper understanding of God's grace, you always be giving him glory, give him honor. All right. Now, orthodox, orthodox has to do with proper, the dox also, besides it meaning glory, it also meaning, it also means um, way of thinking, okay? Um, way of seeing things, view. So when we talk about orthodox, you are talking about the standard way of thinking, standard way of looking at things. Standard way of estimating things, the appropriate way of judgment. We understand that. So usually, when we talk about orthodox, usually the standard. That's why we say orthodox churches are kind of the very ancient, they're kind of the standard churches, the mainstream churches. That's why they normally call the orthodox church. Now, so when we talk about orthodoxy, very important theological word, which has to do with your proper understanding of theology, your proper understanding of God. For instance, how many of you know that God is king? Now, if you don't know that God is king, you won't be able to praise him properly. So your orthodoxy will affect your doxology. That's where I'm going. Your orthodoxy. Watch this. Some people tell me, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like theology. I don't like, um, oh, Bible, 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 and, and, and doctrine, doctrine. It is what will show how you can worship God. Your wrong doctrine. Can you, can you go somewhere? They say, go and remove your shoes. Go and do this. Go and lie down in the road. Then God will bless you. It's your orthodoxy. That's what is bothering you. Oh, I bought my house and the prophet, prophet says that God is telling him I should let him live in the house for one year. And you say, now you are homeless because a prophet said, see, your problem is your orthodoxy. Your orthodoxy. You don't understand spiritual things. So you see, no one was born no knowing. You learn. That's how come PhD doesn't mean the person you can have PhD in auto mechanics. It doesn't mean you you understand catering. Someone with PhD in catering may not have a, understand a clue about computing. That's how limited and restricted human beings are. Okay, but God, master of all, he understands. Bible says he's omniscient. He knows everything. All right, so what I'm saying, trying to say is that there are people who are heavy intellectuals in one way, but when it comes to spiritual things, they are done. And yet, because they think they are intellectuals, they think it gives them the audacity to comment and make uh, absolute statements about spiritual things, about theological things, because they think, I understand. You don't. See what I'm saying? And so it's so important. Sometimes you will see someone who is a, a medical doctor or, or has PhD or well-learned, masters in something, and you'll be shocked 
They may be going to a certain church and so they are using them. They are so crazy. They are doing crazy things and they believe it. Because they don't understand. They don't have proper orthodoxy. So you can't praise God when your praise God arises when your orthodoxy is wrong. Does that make sense? So hindrance to genuine praise and good praise is wrong theology. Wrong theology. And I'll show you. Before Jehoshaphat praised God and God showed up. Just check the scriptures. Second Chronicles chapter, chapter 20 from verse 5. When there was trouble and the guy was going to God to pray from verse 5 to 9. Do you know how he prayed? When you look, it was full of theology. His understanding of God. He said, then Jehoshaphat stood in the midst of the assembly of the, uh, uh, in the house of the Lord before the, before the new court. Verse, verse 6. And said, oh Lord. Look, that's theology. Oh Lord, God of our fathers, you are, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? Of the nations? And in your hands, is there not power? See, the, man, the guy's understanding about God. He had a very healthy understanding of God. He said, God, that's what you do. You know, right? And in your hand, is there not power, to, uh, power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? No, people are coming to attack him. He's going to God for help. And this is how he's describing God. This is who you are. The next verse says that. Uh, the next verse is that. Yeah, he said, "Are you not our God, who drove out the inhabitants of uh, of this land before your people Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham?" You, I like that one. Your friend, I like that one. Forever, your friend Abraham. Abraham, oh man, he said, "God, Abraham. see, he had good understanding." Go to the next verse. Good theology, and uh, and they and they dwell in it. I have built you a sanctuary in it for your name, saying. And God is saying that if disaster comes upon us or judgment, whatever, and we call your name from here, your presence, all that. The guy had a good, he said, you are God. Who can withstand you? So, and when you check down, they went, watch this, they went into battle praising God because they had a proper understanding. So their praise was solid. And it moves God. Bible says that at the, verse 24, they, they only saw dead bodies. None of their enemies escaped. None. Said no one had escaped. No one of your enemies shall escape. If you know how to give God genuine praise, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hmm. So improper theology will hinder your praise. Will will, will hinder your praise. Number two is pride. 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 So years ago, someone said, said something. I heard someone say something, which I said. But he said, see, you are too tall. So God cannot even put his hand on your head to bless you. <laughs> you are so tall. Can, do you think if someone is that height, how can I bless him? How can I lay my hand? So some people are so tall, God cannot even reach and put his hand on their head and bless you. God cannot put a crown on their head because they are too tall. <laughs> He said, humble yourself before the mighty, mighty young and he lift you. So, so pride, what, what, wrong estimation of self. So, so pride, I think I'm too important. Ah, I can't come to church and people are jump and praise the worship leader is leading. He said, lift your leg, lift your leg. You feel too big. When we are praising God, everybody's lifting their hand. You feel too big. Pride will hinder your praise. Pride, and it's too expensive. Bible says pride goes before the fall. So number one is wrong theology. Number two is what? Number three is your surroundings. 
distractions from your surroundings. It can dis- disturb your praise. Let's say even private praise, which usually praise is always public, as I explained. But at home, you want to just enter into praise and worship, and all of a sudden, you, you see um, police cars or emergency service cars to add your, in your neighbor. You'll be distracted. You will stop praying. You will want here. What the, in, my, in, my, in, our, in our neighborhood, police cars don't carry. What do they want here? About four of them. You'll be distracted. Yeah. We come to church. We are praising God. And you are busy looking at this lady's hair. And you know sometimes, maybe the lady is so wild praising God, she's shaking her hair, and you can tell that her hair was falling off. Yeah. Do you know you can distract you? So you will stop your... <laughs> You want to go and support the hair. So, 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 so you, you can be distracted. You can be distracted by some other things and sometimes maybe a child may be crying, which you can't ignore. You know, so you can. But then there are things that really you shouldn't allow to distract you. Shouldn't allow to distract you. People will be dancing. Are, you are, when we are praising God, you are looking at someone's shoes. Or looking at someone's dress and looking at it's so many. That's why that's why I watch this. That's why it's important how praise and worship leaders dress and stand in front. Dress if you know you are leading praise and worship in church, then dress alike so you you don't distract people unnecessarily. The key word unnecessarily because some people it doesn't matter. You can put anything. You understand what I'm saying? Be aware, be mindful, be mindful. Be mindful. Hallelujah. Amen. Environment, atmosphere, the surroundings can distract you. I don't know if you know that. Uh, uh, surroundings can distract you. And then um, the next thing is personal challenges. Your personal challenge. You are, you are so down. <laughs> you are so down. You can't be saying, Hallelujah. Am I speaking the truth? Yes. Your personal challenges can distract you. And instead of praising, you are murmuring in your heart. God. You, you, you are saying hallelujah, but your heart is actually cursing God. Or oh, some of you don't know. Oh, you can be in church, your heart is cursing God. This thing, I'm even tired now. I'm even tired now. What is it? Ah, why? Why me? Why? Who? But who? Who should you go to? <laughs> <laughs> why me? Why me? Why me? Why was all this happening to me? I'm not happy. Eh? I'm not happy. Eh? See, life is not meant for happiness. Children are always looking for happiness. But sometimes you realize that life is meant for a purpose. You have a purpose. You are doing what you are. In spite of sometimes that some things may not make you happy, but you are. You are. You have a purpose. You are focused and going after that. And that that joy is important. Happiness is based on happiness and feelings. So your feelings can distract you. Your personal challenges. Someone did something against you. Someone said something to you. Someone treated you in a certain way. Someone went to take your job. Went and gossip about you. And then you come to church, you see the person. Look at that. He's also praising God. <laughs> Instead of concentrating all of you, say, like, no, no, no. you are praising too. And when we are, when we are doing uh, praise night, the person is coming. You know, sometimes, you see, you, you can be distracted with your personal challenge because the people who you don't like, they may even praise God more. Yeah. And, and we were in church, we were prayer warriors, and there were these choristers. They don't like praying. Anytime it's time for prayer, they'll go out to go and drink water. And you don't like it. 
We didn't like it. And they, you could tell they are not serious. Sometimes in the night, you see them with, they are, we are all young. You see them with this brother, some, the drummer or the keyboardist. The, the, and sometimes you are sitting in the castle, they won't see you. And the way they are walking, and the next time you come and see them in church, they are singing and dancing. And say, look at you, hypocrite, look at you. You know, sometimes, if you, maybe they have, they have sorted themselves with God, though. That's the problem of the Pharisees. They were saying that, why is Jesus sitting now and eating with sinners? Meanwhile, they had issues. And so, if you don't take care, sometimes when we are all praising God, someone has come busy praising God. He sorted himself. Yes, you saw him fighting with the bus driver. But after, on his way to church. But when he finished, he entered and said, Lord, forgive me a sinner. Forgive me a sinner. And he said, Lord, I don't deserve it, but I'm praising you. I'm praising you. I'm praising you. And you, who, you didn't fight with the bus driver. You actually even blessed him and gave him some money. He said, don't worry. And you, you come feeling so pure in yourself. And you look at this one who doesn't look pure in your eyes. And he's praising God. And you decide, ah, me, I can't praise God. I want this guy. Then you stop and look here and look at him. <laughs> How many of you know what I'm talking about? Especially if you are loggerheads with someone. If you are loggerheads with someone, you don't like the person, you have issues with the person, and you see the person dancing wild in church. <laughs> you either may think it's dancing to spite me. You are, are you that important? Do you know what I'm saying? You are so important. Now people are praising God. You said they are doing it to spite you. Hey! Is someone getting what I'm saying? You can never take my praise away. You can. When it's time for praise, I don't know anybody. It's between me and God. Do your own thing, I don't care. Whether it's fake, whether it's genuine, I can't tell, I don't care. But I'm going to give God wild praise. I'm going to give God wild praise. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. And then the last thing that can hinder your praise, which actually ties into what I just said, is self, self. Self, too important. Everything is you. I am at the center of it all. <laughs> I am at the center of it all. From the beginning to the end, it will always be there. It's always been me. It's me. Nothing else matters. <laughs> It's about Jesus, sister. Brother, it's about Jesus. For once, this dress Jesus has given to you, we know it's nice. But can you take your focus off your dress? Can you take your focus off your shoes or your job or your watch, your ring? Sometimes it's better. Remove the watch. Put it in your pocket, your bag. Put it in your bag so you can just feel free and worship. Because he's at the center of it. If you become the center, your praise will be distracted. Your praise will be hindered. No one can praise himself before God. Bible says that, you see, one thing he said, I share my glory with no, no, one. Man, no man. God will share his glory with you. He said, bring me all the glory. Don't yes. share my glory. Yes. Anytime, brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters, sometimes people will praise you. People will like you. Yeah. And they, 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 they bring praises to you. If you don't take care and you accept it, oh, you are so good. It's wrong address. How many of you have gotten some wrong delivery? Do you man comes to your house? What is meant? God said, my glory is mine. Don't share it with me. Yeah. When we come to church, listen, 
it's my it's my culture. Every time I enter into any congregation, whether I'm a, I'm I'm just going for a service or I'm going to minister, I'm a preacher. Normally, when you are going as a guest minister, people make you feel so important because it's necessary. Bible says, "Who receives you in my name?" So those who said, those who share the word, let's extend them, give them high honor. So that's okay. But if you don't take care, you feel so important. One of the things I do, as soon as I enter a service, I, the first things I say is that, God, you are more important than me, more important than what I think about me. My, you are more important than my, my feelings. You are more important than my clothes. You are more important than what people think about me. I, I, I make sure I establish that before anything. So I don't have a problem wherever I can stand on the highest stage and lie down and roll for Jesus. Yes. Doesn't matter what I'm wearing. Doesn't matter. It does not matter because when I come into his presence, I am nobody. Mm. Yeah. Nobody. nobody. Yeah. So your praise will be hindered when you get yourself gets in the way. Yeah. Self getting. Is it, not, is it not sad? People can come to church and they can't kneel down. Not because they have a problem with their shoe or their trousers. Or, no, there are some trousers you can't kneel down with it because it's so tight. <laughs> if you did that, it will rip or something like that. But you know what I'm talking about? That, that, so, you, you know, stop impressing, trying to impress people. One of the biggest things that is ailing people, particularly in the West, we always want to impress people. And you know, people who don't have good self-esteem, are those who major on trying to impress people. When you are so focused on impressing people, there's a problem with your self-esteem. And so, one of the things praise can do for you that moves you into the wonders of praise. It's not, I should have, that's somewhere in the middle, but let me mention it. Praise, when you begin to praise God, it helps you to divert focus from self. Praise deals, helps to deal with your pride. Wonders of praise. It helps to deal with your pride. Because, can you imagine what the scripture says? The Bible says that God resists the proud. Oh, yes. And now you two you are coming with pride. Then you don't have a, you don't have a chance. No, you don't. 114. In Psalm 100, okay, let's look at 114 first. Then we'll go to Psalm 100. 114 is such a wonderful text. Psalm, 11, Psalm 114 from verse 1. Psalm 114 from verse 1. It, the, the scriptures make us to understand that when Israel... When Israel went out of Egypt, the house a people of strange language, Judah became his sanctuary. Say Judah. Judah. Say Judah. Judah. Now, I will let you know how Judah means praise. Okay. Judah became his sanctuary. Right? So when they went out of Egypt, Judah became his sanctuary and Israel his dominion. The sea saw it and fled. Jordan turned back. Can you The sea. So God in them, so Judah, because of praise. Bible said God made praise his habitation when they came. And the sea saw it and fled. The sea went back, it fled. Because of God's presence with them. Because of God's presence. You see, when you know how to hey, secure his presence through your praise, and nothing can withstand your, 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 your progress in life. Secure his presence through your praise, and nothing can withstand your progress in life. Secure God's presence through praise, and nothing can withstand your marriage. Shout hallelujah. Nothing can your business breakthroughs. The sea saw it and fled. Jordan turned back. 
The sea saw it like Jordan turned back. Verse 4. The mountains skipped like rams. The little hills like lambs. Then the, the, the writer said, what is worrying you? What ails you? Oh, see, that you are fleeing. Oh, Jordan, that you turn back. <laughs> oh, mountain, that you skip like ram. Oh, little hills like lambs. Tremble, oh, earth, at the presence of the Lord. At the presence of the God of Jacob. All right. So, so the presence of God is what makes the, the sea fled. Now, if the sea is fleeing, then what is it that is in your life which will not vamoose and escape and run away when you pray, give God pray? Someone shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise the serious wonders. Yeah. Bible says in Exodus, huh? Exodus chapter 15, verse 11, he said, among the gods, who is like you? Glorious in holiness, fearful in praises. Did you see that? Did you see that? I'm going to teach you later how holiness and praise go together and grace and mercy, they are interlinked, okay? When you read um, Second Chronicles, tell you they went praising God, the beauty of holiness. Well, but, but, but it says that, who is like you? You are fear, uh, glorious in holiness and fearful in praise doing wonders. What, see, what, what does it mean to be fearful in praise? Whilst we are praising God, he shows up in such a wow in a terrifying way. No wonder the sea saw it and fled. <laughs> sea saw it and fled. Jordan saw it and turned backwards. <laughs> mountains saw it. They skipped mountains. Mountains connote troubles. They skip like rams. <laughs> and they hear little hills. That's for them. They are like lambs. Because God is glorious in holiness, fearful in praise. Watch this. Doing wonders. So when you praise him, you engage his wonder-working power. When you praise him, did you hear the testimonies this morning? Strange praises and strange wonders. Strange praises. God showing up on the spot. Strange praises. He said, I praise God. Wow. Can you imagine? Someone someone would have died but for praise. He said, I chose not to go home. Normally, I'll be so worried and go home. I saw her on stage, and I was wondering, wow, this lady is plugged in really well. She, she said, normally, even little flu will keep my dad in the hospital for about a month. That's right. Something little because of his situation. And I was told he's been, she's been, and my sister, who has not been communicated with me, for the first time, managed to get my, my number. And so that tells you the issue is critical. And she's got several sisters. But this one contacting her, it means that it's critical. She said she was go- she's almost left the presence of God. But thank God for the Holy Spirit. And she stayed in God's presence. Because if I go, I can't do something. But if I stay, I can change things through my prayer and praise. And when we started praising, she went wild. She went wild. Then she had the news afterwards that your dad has been discharged. Your dad has been discharged. I can imagine. Praise God for that thing that is threatening your peace. Just begin to praise God. And when we are praising, dance. Like, oh, you should have dance, 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 dance. And when you dance, God gets on the scene to fight some battles for you. High praises of God. And then you begin to execute vengeance. Anyone that is standing your way, as you dance, as you praise him, you praise him like you are a drunkard. You praise him like you are drunk. You praise him like you are out of your mind. As you praise God, as you praise God, his power is released. Shout out. it a young lady under 18 I think about 16 she said my 
I get worried about things like this. My cousin was stabbed and I decided to keep calm and prayed. And after praying, I remember what pastor said. And then he said, she started praising God. She started praising God. God, my brother will not die. I praise you. You are the healer. You are the mighty one. She started praising God. If you wait for church for praise and worship. Praise God. Please, all right. Watch this. Why don't you give it a try? You hear some bad news here? Don't panic. Begin to praise God. Praise God. Not You are not praising God for the negative news, but you are praising God for his power. God, I praise you. In the situation, I praise you. And nothing will stop my praise. You are the king. You are my Lord. You are the God of all flesh. And I praise you. And I praise you. Praise God. Praising God. She said, I praise God. And then I, I received a message that your cousin has been discharged. Some of us wouldn't, listen, some of us wouldn't appreciate that testimony because she could have heard that stuff. It's okay. He's gone. I'm telling you. She started, he started feeling some pains about a year ago or so. Funny pains around his back. And then he, I think he was told that he have to go and do a test because it's likely it's a kidney problem. Kidney? <laughs> so he went and did the test. He believed God that it would not be what they said. But when he, even sometimes you believe, but you are just waiting for the confirmation for the report. And guess what? You receive a simple re- report from the doctors and you say, oh God. Thank you. Because you know it could have been the other one that would have set you on a life course of medication. And so, so she could have just heard the news that for he's dead. <laughs> yes. Jairus went to bring Jesus. Let's go home. Jairus, leave the master. He's dead. She began praising God. I like that young girl. She have understood the revelation behind praise. She began praising God. She began praising God in her house. She was just praising God. She was just praising God that my brother will not die. She was praising God. And she had the news that he's back home now. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise. That's wonders. Hmm. Fearful in praise. Doing wonders. The scripture pastor quoted. He said, Praise awaits you, O God. <laughs> praise awaits you in Israel. We, 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 have, we have prepared praise for you. Come. Come and dine. You must have that approach to life. When you praise, the presence of God is guaranteed. In Joshua chapter 6, verse 20, he said to them, Shout, for God has given you the city. Shouting is a form of praise. And when they praised God, the walls came down flat. Everyone went in where it was easy. Praise will give you sweatless victories. Sweatless victories. Your, your victory is cheaper. You just take it easily because you have praised God. They, they praised God. The presence of God was so secure, they entered. Praise secures God's presence. And guess what? If there's something you need, in your life, it's not another connection for someone to help you with money. There's something you need most. It's God's presence. God's presence. 
when God's presence is secured in your life, he said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. When God's presence with you is with you, what people go through and die, you will go through and be promoted. Because of God's presence. The, but the only way you can secure his presence is through praise. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Number three. Hallelujah. Uh, are you ready for this one? Ika, 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 and Sumbata. Let me give you a scripture first. In Second Chronicles, I praise forms of praise, singing, dancing, you know, shouting. They are all forms of praise. When we begin, we say, let's praise God. Please, turn, turn yourself loose and turn God on. Turn yourself loose in praise and turn God on in your life. So when we begin to praise, turn yourself loose. Go wild. Stop thinking, I'm too, I'm too gentle. You are too gentle to be suffering the way you have been suffering. Have you forgotten? <laughs> Tell your problems that I'm too gentle to suffer this. Other. The problem will not, will not listen. Because it's no, it's problems are not respected of persons. Everybody, people, people are suffering. They look good outside. But people are, why would a very wealthy man take his life? Commit suicide, a wealthy man, everything is trying to come. Why would a, a, a beautiful model married to a top international celebrity just take her life? The answer is not in what men try and project. But I'm proud to announce, confident to announce to you, the answer is in God. The answer is in God. God is all you need. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 21, 22, and verse 23. Verse 21, after consulting with the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out out at the head of the army, saying, give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. So they went praising God. That's what they were saying. The content of their praise was God's love and hallelujah. But they went praising. Now, as they they began, as they began to sing, and when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord. So, So you see, their praising turned God on. It switched God. Because God was in his rest. Before then, that will not permit me to show you that when they were so scared and they went to God to pray, in the verse 15, God said, don't be worried because the battle, verse 15, the battle is not yours, but the Lord. The battle, the battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord. Then I announce to somebody, the battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord. The battle is the Lord's. The battle is the Lord's. Hallelujah! But, you know, and when we are children, sometimes you are playing with someone, and then the person says, he insults you, and then you get down. Hey, are you insulting me? What do you say? Say it again. Say it again. Because you know you can beat this guy. But you are arguing with someone. The guy is big, TikTok. You know you are noise. Level at all. He's not your level. You know he will beat you. And then, you know, <laughs> and, and the person, maybe you say something. Look at him, your head. The person, what did you say? He said, oh. 
No, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Because you can't find a guy. But guess what? When your big brother comes or your dad is around, you can say, I said your big head. I said your big head. You go and hide behind your dad. You go and hide your dad behind your dad. So this is your dad. And then you are saying the guy, insulting the guy, or saying the person, what did you say? Say the guy, I said your head. I said your head. If you are a man, you come. If you are a man, come. If you are a man. Now, God said the battle is not yours. It's his, his battle. So, now, do you know what that means? Oh, yeah, somebody's getting Do you know what that means? God said, you let them come. Let them come, and I will show them where power lies. Let them come. Let them come. Let them come. Let them come. I dare you to praise God. 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 Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And, and, and. So God told them the battle is mine. But it's very funny. Look at verse 16. Sometimes you wonder, look at what God told them. Verse 16 says, tomorrow go down against them. Ah, but the battle is yours. Go down against For what? Go down. Behold. And he showed them where they are coming from. And he showed them where you find them. He said, go before them. Go against them. He just finished telling them the battle is mine. I said, go. So what am I supposed to do? Go to the next verse. I love what he said in verse 17. He said, you shall not have need to fight in this battle. Tell someone you don't have to fight in this battle. There, there is no need. There, don't stock up your ammunition. You don't need it. There is no need. So what, what am I supposed to do? Says you don't have to fight. What am I supposed to do? They are coming against me. Look, this is too much for me. It's too much for me. You see, listen, when it comes to genuine praise, sometimes you look like a, you are drunk. People may not understand you. But, but when I was watching the World Cup, you see some of these coaches, they are standing in front like this, and going like this, and going like this, and then going like this. Apart from the German coach, he's a very strange guy. And that was okay. It's okay. So someone comes to church and he's screaming and you look at her with an eye. Why are you screaming like that? I'm screaming because the battle is not when you praise God. It transfers the battle from your hands into God's hands. You, you, you hand over and say, God, take it now. So God told them you don't have to fight. And then watch this. And he said, don't fight. He said, don't fear. Jerusalem, don't fear. Don't be dismayed. Tomorrow, just go against them. And then he told them, then they found, the Bible says that, go to the next verse quickly, please. Joshua bowed his head and blessed the Lord with the all. The next verse, and they worshiped the Lord. Go to the next verse. And the Levi says, okay. And the Levi began to tell them what they should do. All right? What they should do. And they, they, they eventually, verse 21, they went, they appointed singers. And when they are consulted, they appointed singers. Because they told them, just go and praise me. So they appointed singers, and when the singers went, watch this, and they to praise the beauty of holiness, and when they had begun to sing praises, the Lord. God told them you don't have to fight. All they had to do was to praise. 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 Listen. 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 Praise is not as complicated as prayers. Hey! 
How many of you actually want to pray? But you don't know what to pray about. You have problem, but they said pray and then you are dumbfounded. You don't know what to say. But when it comes to praise, God, you are Oga. God, they say, God, you are Igwe. God, you are mighty. God, hey, my God, oh, hey, my God, oh, no one like my God, oh, nobody's better than my God, oh. Praise God. And when you praise God, you say, God, it's like you are going somewhere and this you go and rent a van, but you are not very good, though you, you have the license to drive. And then this your friend who is a top bus driver, van driver, train driver. And where you are going, sister, is there a probability that you have actually not handed over the battle to God? Yes. That's why the things are still lingering. That's why the devil has not got tired harassing you. Still carrying the battle. Hand it up. How should I do it? That's what I'm. That's why we are talking about this. This is your computer. It's your business. Everything is here, and you are about to win a major business bid within the next six hours or something. For some reason, it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. And everything is here. Wow. Oh God. Instead of being erratic, hey, I'm dead. No. 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 God, you are my king. The battle is not mine. The battle is Lord. Hey, hey, hey. My God is good. Though. Hey, hey, hey. My God is good. Though. So, so, like the young lady did, when she heard the bad news, she didn't try and go and fight. She burst into praise for the same condition. Praising God, bringing God on the spot. God, step in now as you praise Him. When they got to Jericho, they had to take over Jericho. But Jericho was purposely shut against them. So the policy was put in place with them in mind. It was a custom made, tailor made policy against them. But God said, no problem. Anything that will take God will take praise. Yeah. Hey, listen, if you, uh, sir, if you believe, see, sometimes I don't, Pastor, what? why would you come to God's house? Sit in God's house, but you will not do what will pull God. That's the spirit of religion. Come and sit here, okay? If he wants, he will do it. No, you can command him on the spot. So, somehow, you got to lose your cool. We are about to engage in serious praise. Express yourself. Let those who think you are out of your mind is their problem. David was praising God and someone was mocking him. God said you. David didn't have to fight. God said you mock David. Listen, she was the only person in the Bible who never had a child. The only woman in the Bible who never had a child was someone who was mocking someone, praising God. God descended with a fierce judgment, permanent judgment of her life. Bible says she never had a child until she died. When you praise God, 
Anybody mocking your destiny? Anybody mocking your destiny? Anybody mocking your marital destiny? They are coming under divine judgment. They are coming under divine judgment. They are coming under divine judgment. Is someone ready to give God some praise? Is someone ready to give God some praise? We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at caris.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Caris Ministries. Stay blessed.